Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, mujerones. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here today. We have prepared a very interesting conversation for you. And if you have gone through something and you've remained resilient, you're going to love the story of our guest today because we're going to be talking about how to remain resilient while facing adversity. And let's be honest, we all go through some type of adversity And at the end of the day, what truly matters is how we come out of it. So today we have Dee Medina, and she's going to be telling us a little bit more about what she does, her life story, and we're going to be diving deep into three things that you can do in order to remain resilient no matter what you're going through right now. Dee, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited for our conversation. Well, thank you so much for having me, Sonia. I really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your program and your podcast. And, um, you know, I just, I'm truly here to be able to share my story and my message and and continue to, um, you know, speak on the side of resiliency. Yes. And I wanted to share really briefly how we connected because I feel like it's important to let people know like how this space and this platform is truly for the women who resonate with Mujeron Movement, who are doing amazing things. Uh, We shared a post and I can't recall exactly what it was. Maybe you can help me. (laughs) But you commented on the post and told us like, your your life and like how I felt the moment that I read your comment and it said something along the lines of like you're a single mom and you you've been able to really just create the the dream your dream life and you're working on creating your dream life and I feel like that example of how you've been able to have that resilience through adversity is so inspiring. So I just wanted to kind of mention how we connected. This podcast is truly for our comunidad. It's to create space for the women that resonate through Mujer on Movement. So if you want to be on the podcast, just make sure you comment on one of our posts. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Um, I think it was a one right after the Super Bowl with Rihanna. Oh, yeah, you know, you can just do anything that you want, you know, pregnant or not. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I just quickly posted, you know, my quick story and here we are. Yes. And like I was telling you that I just had just gotten onto your page and um, through someone who recommended you, which is Miss Jen uh, from J- Jay's Trail Mix. Yes. And, shout um, out to Jay's Trail Mix. Yes. <laughs> shout out to Jen. She's such a lovely lady. Yes. Um, I was illegal up until 2019. Mm-hmm. So practically my entire life, I didn't have the freedom that um, most people can tend to take for granted, you know, and I've been a single mom well, with 
five kids. Fortunately, they're all older, but three of them do have special needs. And I, once I was granted the freedom from, you know, my green card, to me, that's just like green means go, you know, and I started to work on finding myself again. Um, it was really difficult to be able to work through some of the things when I wasn't allowed to really move forward. Um, you know, it wasn't until, um, well, the first opportunity I was given was in 2012, I became a DACA recipient, one of the first couple hundreds that were granted that. However, I didn't understand that was just you getting permit, like you were just um, granted the right to work. You didn't have any of the rights to education, to mm -hmm. grants, to things like that. So then I felt like another door shut on me, um, you know, so then I just continued to work right after that. Um, I found myself at a call center in the beginning, you know, um, and that's when I also decided to go through my first divorce. You know, I, I was able to get on my feet and realize how the relationship I was in was kind of impeding me from moving forward. And even though I was married for 11 years, you know, I tried to make it work. It was someone who, with someone who was suffering from substance abuse, mm. you know, that just made it even more difficult. Um, by that time, I already had five children. And I just went on my first journey as a single mother in 2012. And through that time, and I mean single, I don't mean like single mom, but I have family helping. I don't mean single mom, but I have a community behind me. I meant completely single, like my family isn't here. And, you know, sometimes during separations, the family of the other parent also kind of goes away. So, you know, I was left with figuring it out. You know, and at that time, my youngest son, um, who's autistic, he, it was, I was going through the journey of single momhood, but also just trying to find out how to help my son. Mm. You know, he had a lot of behavioral um, issues, which still kind of does, um, but a lot of, you know, I don't know if you know anything about autism, but for those that don't know, um, my son has behavioral issues, which means head banging, a lot of sensory seeking um, things, which means, you know, we would have to do like pressure hugs or head hugs where we would squeeze his head, but that would calm his tantrums, you know, and all of that. Being a single mom and trying to work on figuring out how to help your son you know, was always very difficult. And then I met my second ex-husband, um, who, you know, during our process together, I was able to get my green card. And, you know, one thing I always want to mention is that it took me four no's. It took me to, it took me going to attorney after attorney to um, really try to find a way to be part of this country. And you know, this is just an example of why you shouldn't take no for an answer until you feel it in your heart that that's what, you're, that's what it is. Mm. Um, because I got told four no's before I, got, I found an attorney that said yes. And, you know, by the grace of God, the universe, whatever you believe in, I was able to um, get my green card. And then after that, um, you know, I just started achieving all the goals that I was able to, that I had for myself. And I just, one of the biggest goals that I reached was I wanted to own land in Mexico. My mom always taught me that land is very good investment for yourself. And I also... Because I wasn't able to grow up in my own country, I wanted to be able to possibly even retire there. 
you know. So I in 2019, I got my green card and I was able to go see Mexico after 20 plus years of not being there. So that was really beautiful. And that really motivated me to keep going. And then um, that same year that I was granted my my residency, I bought property over there too, you know, and it's just having, having gone through a lot of things that I've gone through have just always, I've always had a different perspective of things, you know, um, what's helped me get through a lot of things like homelessness, um, what that was one of the worst uh, moments in my life you know when they say what was your rock bottom that was mine I was homeless for those who live in Phoenix or yeah in this in this town um I was homeless at the rest stop outside of Phoenix with four kids under the age of six Mm. and a newborn in July in August I mean in Arizona so that was just when you hit a rock bottom that low the only thing you see is up. Mm. The only thing that you can focus on after that, a moment like that is just moving forward. How can I move up? How can I get out of this? And I think also what helped me was being an immigrant. There's no options other than to keep pushing forward. I mean, there is. You can take life in two ways. You can either sink or you can swim. And my children are what have always kept me swimming, you know being able to be an example for them. I truly believe in the saying that you can start your life over at any point in your life, you know, and it's something that I carry very deeply inside and something that I'm always trying to share with the world that, you know, no matter where you come from, no matter what you have on your plate, no matter what gets thrown at you, you can always push through it as long as you believe in yourself as long as you have things to look forward to. And as long as you, you know, what I have found within this last year was support from community. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very important to ask for help because when you're trying to do it alone, it doesn't mean you won't get there, but it just helps the burden be lifted off of you and you can achieve things a lot quicker Um with help. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you so much for sharing a part of your story because I know there's so much more. And I think that's like the biggest thing that really impacted me from even just that comment, because I think a lot of times we're moving through, you know, building, whether it's like our dream life, whether it's like landing that job that we wanted to starting a business starting a podcast, whatever it may be that we're working through. And we find ourselves sometimes making excuses, right? Well, these are the things that aren't allowing me to move forward. And seeing someone like yourself that has so many things going against her, right? Statistically, like you should probably be doing not what you're doing right now, And I think that's why your story is so powerful, because not only are you an immigrant, you were a single mom, you're a single mom, you, you know, at some point were homeless, so many things, but you're doing, you know, the thing and you're, you're building your business and you're building your brand. And I think that that is so, so impactful. I want to first just take a moment to tell you how inspiring you are and how Mm -hmm. much I admire you for like going after it. Because I think that just like I said, so many things 
but you always come through for you. And that is so, so hard. So I want you to share with us with, you know, facing adversity and how we come out of it. What were some of the things that really moved and impacted and just made a change for you? I know you shared there's three things that we'll be talking about today. Um, What would be like the first tip or the first step that you took in order to come out of that rock bottom? Well, during the time that I was homeless, um, I didn't know how to look for help at that time. And I think by not knowing that having help wasn't even was even an option, it kind of kept me struggling for a couple more years after that. Um, It wasn't until 2008, which was I would have technically had six children, but I had a stillborn at 39 weeks. Um, I, he, my son pretty much passed away right before I gave birth to him. Um, and because there was a lack of communication in our community and in my family and my surroundings at that time, I didn't even know what a stillborn was until it happened to me. And that's when I found myself in a state where I felt completely and utterly alone and misunderstood because statistically stillborns are don't really happen or didn't really happen at that time where there wasn't that much awareness. So I found myself in a moment of desperation where it's like, I have this experience that I went through. And I don't, by feeling like I'm the only one going through it, by feeling like I'm the only one that has to carry it, I need help. And I went to my friends and family, but nobody could relate to me because they had never experienced something like that. And, but I felt it inside that I was like, I need an answer. I need, I need some support. And I ended up finding a group program that was just for um, parents who had experienced stillbirths. And that was the first moment in my life that I felt like, wow, reaching out and getting help really helps you feel, you know, at ease. And it really makes you feel like you can get through whatever you're going through. And After that, that's when I started, you know, every time I found myself in a situation that because we go through them where we're like, oh, my goodness, this is a lot. I just remember how much it helped me to advocate for myself or my children and get help. And that's how I've been able to get out of these situations that, you know, feel like the world is ending sometimes. So that that would be my my first and my best go to for when you're when you have adversities and you're trying to get through them. Yes. And you said something that really stood out to me, which was like, you didn't even know that was an option getting help. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're so caught up in our problems that we forget, or the obstacles, right, that we forget that reaching out for help, whether it's within your circle, uh, finding a group coaching program like you did, or going out and seeking community is such an important part of moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. And we think that maybe other people don't go through this, or, you know, we just aren't really being, um, the people just don't understand, but there's so many people out there who are willing to help who are ready to just really share their own story and how they were able to move through that. So thank you so much for saying that. Um, We also talked about self-awareness, right? And and how important that is becoming self-aware 
of what we're going through, of where we're going. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So, you know, I I was a teen mom. Um, so I was I had to live for someone else very early on. I had two kids by the age of 18, um, which then I got in a relationship with my first husband for 11 years. So I spent my time catering to them three. And then I got into I got divorced, didn't wait any didn't give myself any time to work on myself which was, you know, not the best decision for someone after an 11 year marriage to just jump right in, which ended up me getting into another relationship and marriage for another nine years. And it wasn't until just one day that I, I got to again to one of those rock bottom moments. But this time, it was emotionally and mentally, I had what could have looked like the dream for everyone else. I had I was at the peak of the career that I wanted to do. Um, I was getting paid what I wanted. I was about to buy my dream home. My kids were all doing okay. and um, But I wasn't fulfilled inside. Um, and I just kept kind of putting my needs aside and putting my needs aside. And it wasn't until one day where I got just really dark thoughts within myself where I just kind of gave my I I, it's like I had a conversation with myself where it was like, is this all you want to do? Is this where you are just going to accept and just stay in? And that was mostly at that time, I wasn't in the healthiest of relationships. But because of how deep and dark I was getting within myself, I really had to question myself at that time. And that was the first moment that I felt aware of myself and my actual wants and needs where I just started making decisions immediately and taking action immediately and changing my life completely. And that was at the end of 2021. And that's when I filed for my second divorce. Um, And I was at the peak of, like I said, everything I wanted, we were about to sign for our dream house. And it's really important, you know, to be able to look at the decisions that life is putting in your life for you to really take a moment and see where you are as a human being at that moment. And that's what buying a house felt like a bigger commitment than getting married to me. <laughs> so it really made me reflect on as to who I was and what I wanted and how I was feeling at that time, which I think is when I discovered self-awareness. And then after I decided not to go through with my home, um, I decided to file for divorce. And I I just started to decide for myself for once. You know, I thought I got everyone to a place where they needed to be. So now it was like, okay, it's my turn. And then I've taken this, it's now a little bit over a year um, that I've been on my self-discovery journey. And, you know, during this time, I've been able to just get in tune with myself. And and I've discovered just such a layer of who I am that all I've been able to do is bring that person out. And I think that's just one of the biggest things to know that when you are giving your wants and needs the opportunity to come out and flourish, you know, it it actually just waters everyone else. It's like it it's better me as a person as a woman but it also helps better you as a like a mother as a partner as an employee or whatever your situation is you just become a better person all around when you have that self-awareness when you know why you're making the decisions you're making 
when you understand why your relationship didn't work out before, where you understand how you can help people moving forward. You know, I think self-awareness is key to opening up new opportunities for yourself. If this podcast episode resonated with you and you are ready to get out of your own way, join the waitlist for Mujeron University. Mujeron University is our signature group coaching program that helps you gain the clarity you need to reach the next level in your life or business, master confidence so you can take massive action, and build a community of people who just get you. The women inside our waitlist get access to our free masterclass and are the first to know when doors officially open for Mujeron University. All right, amigas, let's get back to the show. Yes, so powerful. So, so powerful. There's a few things I want to kind of go deeper into. But I think just the idea of how simple is it to ask the question of what do I want, right? What do you want? And as simple as it is, we don't do it so often, especially when we're not in this type of work. I want to think back to the person I was before going through my self-discovery journey and self-development work. And that's something that a lot of times we're thinking of those that we're taking care of, right? Or those that uh, are so close to us or the expectations that maybe society or your family has over you, but truly, what do you want? And I think that's self-awareness. That's where it's so powerful because being able, like you said, to know where you're going, why you're making these decisions, what it is that you want is such a huge part of, becoming our best version. And I love mm -hmm. that you say that because going through all the things that you went through and you have gone through, how impactful and how much that changed the game for you, just bringing that self-awareness of what you wanted, getting out of that situation that you were in. Well, within this year, um, I, I did everything I wanted to do. I've done everything I've wanted to do. Um, Within a year, I was able to, like I said, I was able to send out the resume to a job that wasn't even taking applications and getting their position and everything I asked for, which is one. I was wild. able to. That is wild. Let me yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was able to um, travel for the first time. I went to three different cities within a year. I I took the I took a plane for the first time. I went and visited Chicago for the first time on my own, by myself, for myself, with myself. But that was all I needed in order to do it. Um, I was able to take an entire month off when I did have a corporate job um, and allow that space for myself and get to know what it was like to just relax and be home and present for once instead of a go, 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 you know, Energizer Bunny, overworking. Um, I was able to, I was able to just, after working at that job that I, you know, created for myself and was given the opportunity um, after a month, um, I didn't feel, like I said, I, I thought that's what I wanted. You know, we think we, we, We think we want things and then we get them, at least from in my personal experience. 
has been that I've always obtained every goal that I've wanted. And that was one of my goals, but I didn't feel fulfilled. I felt happier helping the women at the time in my office, just getting them through their life situations based on my story as well, than actually doing the legal work because I was a paralegal for five years. And, you know, I just felt it inside that it's just gnawing away at me. So it wasn't until a month later, um, I had a situation happen where kind of life calls you again. And kind of that's when you have to, at least for me, I would zoom out and take inventory of my life and what I wanted to do. Um, So I had an instance where my kids were involved in one of the mall shootings. I don't know if you remember um, in August of last year where I got the call that you see on the news when people are saying goodbye to their loved ones. You know, my daughter called me, my son, my youngest son was there. And it was just, I was at the gym with my other son and we were leaving and I got the call from my daughter. And at that moment, it wasn't, it wasn't, it had to, it made me realize what was important in my life. And you know, three days after that, I just quit my job and I decided to to do another leap and find my true passion, which was helping people. And so within this year, I've been able to travel, um, get my dream job, <laughs> um, but then leave that job to become an entrepreneur. And I made the leap in August in September, I took some time. September is one of the hardest months for me because that's when my son passed away. That's when I got married and divorced. That's when um, I got my permanent residency too. So that month is just the whole, everything happens in September for me, (laughs) you know, but um, ever since then I was able to, um, I wrote a book. I started a business. I became a life coach and I've been able to completely change my life around within the last couple of months, you know, and that's, that's what you can do for yourself when you first believe in yourself, that can make time for yourself and third, get the support that you need for yourself. Mm, so but it's so been a journey yes. <laughs> for this, this year has been crazy. <laughs> I am so moved by this because there's, just so much, right? So many changes, so many leaps that you've taken in the last year. And it all truly stems from, like you said, that self-awareness. What do you want? Where do you want to go? And realizing what's truly important. What are your values, right? And are we living up to those values? Um, I think going back to what you were talking about within self-awareness and how, you know, you were able to even get that job that wasn't even posted. And you know how they say, like, you don't, if you don't ask, you don't get, and it's truly that. And that's the power of like sitting down and truly putting your goals on paper and seeing like, where is it that I want to go? I I'm even moved by, by you traveling on your own. I did that for the first time this year in January and it's such a life-changing experience to travel on your own and have a hotel room to yourself and maybe attend or go to something that is going to fill your cup, right? Right. For me, it was an event, oh, yeah. a retreat. And I feel like 
those are moments where you really make time for yourself. And there's so much self-awareness, right? So much creativity, so much goes on for us to really dive deep into where and what we want to do. So the other thing we talked about was perspective and how important perspective is when we are going through adversity. And I think through all of the things that you have gone through perspective and like the mindset, how much it matters to overcome the obstacles. uh, What are some of the ways that you were able to maybe find a different perspective to what you were going through or how that perspective really impacted you? Um, I've always been aware how perspective really helps you get through life. Um, you know, going back to the two to two choices, sink or swim. You know, um, I take a lot of what's helped me with my perspective is remembering how I felt as a child going through something. Uh, remember what I needed as a child going through something. Remembering... Um, you know, my experiences in my youth is what has helped me have a different perspective of life. Um, what's helped me as well is, you know, having the kids I've had with their diagnoses. Um, I had, you know, kids that had really strong mental health issues um, at one point in 2019 as well, where we ended up in countless um, inpatient clinics. Um, So being able to get out of my mind and get in the perspective of how other people perceive things is what has really helped me understand life in a way. Um, You know, it's helped me understand how I can shift my own feelings towards something. Um, You know, because we we can curate our own emotions if we really think about it. You know, if you see a day, and I and I share this on my post sometimes that some if you have the mindset of oh, I hate going to work, then you're going to create that within yourself, and also it's going to come out that way, and it's also going to just make your day feel longer. But if you change the perspective, which is the you know the way you see things. Instead of saying, I hate my job, you can say, I enjoy making money. And then that can get you through the day, you know. Um, and it can be on the littlest things. It doesn't have to be. And it starts with the little things. Being able to change perspective on the little things just gives you and builds a sense of confidence and self-esteem and just a sense of calmness that allows you to kind of keep going with your day. And that has to become a habit though and i think kind of being my own coach throughout my life has helped me change my perspective when i know i need it and but what really drove it home for me was when i got coaches myself after i made that leap uh, from that dream job was because i'm usually a very by the book person i would have given my two weeks i would have been you know very professional about it but because i just in three days, it was more of an emotional decision and I jumped and I quit. You know, I didn't have anything set up for me in regards to, I know I wanted to do something, but I didn't understand what. And I needed to work out my perspective on that. 
So that's when I was able to discover life coaches myself. And that just opened a whole new world to me, which is why I was able to accomplish everything else within such a short amount of time, because they really helped me understand an even clearer way to see things, because perspective is very important in life. And once we're able to change perspective in a lot of things, we can change a lot of things in our life and create what it is that we want. Yes, I completely (laughs) agree. Perspective is such a huge part of really changing our thoughts, right? And I think a lot of times our thoughts is what shapes what we believe. It shapes what we believe about ourselves. It shapes how much we believe that we're capable of going to, you know, that next level or whatever it is that we're working on. But I, I feel like that has truly helped me. And I can't even imagine going through what you have. I'm sure that was one of the best ways that you were able to get through all of those things. And I feel like this is a great segue. You talked about you know, life coaching and how that has impacted you. So I know you talked about like the the last thing is investing in yourself. And really, I, I think this is something that I have talked so much about because it has truly impacted me. If you are someone that follows the Mujeron movement for a while and you've seen the growth and you've seen like the way that I've been showing up you know, lately for the community, the event, right? All of those things would not be possible if I had not invested in myself in very significant ways. So I yes. I love that you also share that in common with me because I see what it can do. And, you know, I saw what it can do for me and I want to hear what it has done for you. How has investing in yourself really moved the needle and like taken you to the next level? Well, yeah, like I said, um, investment, sorry, my kids are home. (laughs) Um, So investing in myself has always been very important to me, especially within this last year that I decided to go on my self-discovery journey. You know, um, I was so busy investing in others, investing in time, investing money, investing in everything else except for me. So when I was able to go on my journey, you know, I invested in myself with learning new hobbies, traveling, all these sorts of things. But like, I still felt like I needed guidance to get to where I was going, especially after I made the jump of leaving my job in August. Um, I needed I knew for sure I needed some help with that. And I just saw an ad, you know, on Instagram for a coach that really resonated with me and a couple coaches actually it was three different programs two different programs that I invested on really early on um and that's what that would help that is what helped me kind of get through the first stage which is a lot of the belief systems that we have in place as being women um Hispanic Mexican women our culture and whatever that comes with, you know, so those first programs helped me get through some of that. And then um, I invested in a life coach school as well, because I felt my first coaches helped me discover who I was, which is a life coach. And my second investments were how to 
be able to be a person that someone can invest in as well. You know, because I think it's very important that you continue to educate yourself in order to be able to be the best version for your client. Um, I don't take what I do lightly. Um, so I am always learning. I'm always growing. I'm always investing in myself. And I will always have a coach myself because like you said, you know, we get to places we don't think are possible at times. Um, unless we have someone who can really help us through it. And investing in myself, you know, within a couple months is when I was able to start get into entrepreneurship. It was when I was able to write a book within three months, never having written anything else in my life other than poetry and stuff, you know, uh, and to start my own business and really find my true purpose and calling in this world. And I wouldn't have been able to do that unless I had invested in myself. Wow. So, so good. I cannot say or add anything more to that because truly that's, that's been what, when people ask, like, what do you think has really, you know, changed or moved or helped you get closer to your goal? Definitely investing, right? Whether it's a coach investing in your business, um, Last year, one of the biggest investments I made was hosting a conference, and that wow. was a huge investment. But it Congrats. was so thank you. It was also something that I grew so much. Like the person mm-hmm. I was before hosting that event at at the W Hotel in Scottsdale, like it was such a a level changer for me like it would truly made me show up differently so mm-hmm. investing in yourself and your business can look different in so many ways but even even making that jump to invest in that conference it wouldn't have been possible if I hadn't invested in a coach who helped me like you mm-hmm. said change the belief and really allow me to go all in and trust myself that I was going to be able to make this happen. So thank you so much for sharing that. How can we work with you? Where can we follow you? I am so excited to share more about where people can find you because I know you (laughs) are up to so many amazing things. Yes. Well, um, I like to spend my time on Instagram. Um, You can find me at, um, at deep underscore dives underscore with d d e e um and you know i do i am offering a 12 week coaching program right now it's a one on one it's called mvp is me and um that's where we get together and discover how we can be, make the mvp in you come out and start shining and um you know, so anyone that wants to get a coaching session with me right now, because tomorrow, which is March 1st, I don't know when this will air, um, but tomorrow in honor of the first day of Women's History Month, I am offering 10 free one-hour session to 10 different people um, because I think that it's important that everyone gets a taste of what life coaching can be. And I think sometimes because in our community, I don't I haven't heard it a lot often, you know, and I'm in my circle. I 
tend to be the only life coach they ever even knew about. So, you know, I want to just spread the the awareness of what life coaching is. And then by offering 10 sessions um, for free, no pitch at the end, you know, it's just so you can come and experience what a life coach session is for yourself. And then, you know, whatever you decide after that, um, I think would be just a way to serve the community because like how you, you understand where you know the, the change that a life coach can make for you. And if I can just plant a seed in someone in just a one hour session, you know, that's all I want to do because that's all I needed to get the green light to just go and start believing in myself and start working on things for myself. So that's why I wanted to um, take this opportunity, especially with tomorrow being, you know, first day of women's history. Um, yeah, I just, that's what I, that's what I have for you. Just follow my page. Um, oh, if you are interested in also getting my book, it is titled, What Am I Missing? And you can find it on um, Amazon. And this book, I created it. It's part of my, um, it's part of my coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching program. Um, but for anyone that is interested in buying it, it's uh, getting a copy of it. It's just for you to be able to start making time for yourself because a lot of the times, a lot of the things my clients come in with saying is I don't have time, you know, and that book, I made it solely for you to be able to start creating the time you say you don't have, you know, yes. and it starts small. It starts small. You don't have to take a week off. You don't have to take it. It's five minutes a day. And that's how, that's what, that's one of the, another big tool that helped me get to where I'm at is learning to be okay with giving time to myself. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Dee. Thank you so much for this conversation, for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And make sure, Mujerones, that you follow her using the link on the show notes, learn more about her work and what she's up to, get that book. Dee, thank you so much again for being here. Amigas, gracias for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron Podcast. One more thing, sorry. No, go um, If you are interested in signing up for the free one-on-one -on -one coaching session, just make sure you enter the word or the letters MVP so I know to um, schedule you as a free session, as mm. pitch-free, which means you won't get any sales or anything at the end of it. And um, you will only hear it here. So if you are interested, make sure you put MVP and we'll get you scheduled. Awesome. Thank you, Dee. Thank you for doing that for our community. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Amita. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you so Bye, much. Bye, everyone. Thank we you will for talk listening. to you next week. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.